First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Would you like to travel back in time? I mean, sure, we watch movies about it. Maybe we fantasize a little bit about it. But if given the chance to see what you looked like back in the past, would you take it? Well, that part of time travel may actually be possible. I know it sounds kind of complicated. Thought, let's find out more about it. Andrea Alu is the co-researcher and founding director of the Photonics Initiative at the City University of New York's Advanced Science Research Center and joins us now. Andrea, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. Can you explain to me what is this concept all about? Yeah, we were able to demonstrate for the first time the time reflection of the electromagnetic waves, of the waves that carry uh, photons. And um, the idea has been around for uh, uh, many years. It, it was theorized over 70 years ago. And it's basically the dual phenomenon of a, a conventional reflection, a spatial reflection. Uh, I guess all of us are familiar with uh, reflecting light from a mirror. Um, that happens because uh, light hits uh, a boundary, an interface, in which there is a large contrast between the optical properties of the mirror material and uh, air. Okay. What, uh, what does it do then? Yeah. What we achieved is the dual of that in time. So basically creating a mirror that uh, exists everywhere in space but happens at one instant in time. And uh, the result is that uh, the wave is uh, time reversed. Basically comes back with the oppositely played content. It's like uh, hearing an echo but uh, time reversed. Wait a minute. And so can I, I, can, I can look at this and it's going to show me what I look like, what, 20 years ago? Uh, no, not really, but if you, uh, basically, uh, if you um, look at it uh, as a, uh, if you look into a time mirror, you would see your back rather than your face. Okay. This, okay how do you make that happen? That's weird. That's, that's so weird. Yeah. We exploit a duality between space and time. Uh, the equations that govern how waves travel have a, a duality between space and time, and uh, Therefore, it is expected that if you can create uh, an interface in time, something that uh, uh, changes a medium very fast in time and with an abrupt large change, then uh, the wave suddenly has to uh, um, play in reverse, essentially. So it's still in the future. We're not uh, uh, going back in time, but we are playing, letting that wave suddenly choose to go backwards. And uh, uh, playing reverse order. Okay. That is uh, useful for various applications. Right. So you're playing with the way time normally flows. Exactly. If you think in terms of frequencies, if you're familiar with the every um, signal can be expanded into temporal frequencies, we are uh, uh, converting the time to negative frequencies. And that's what uh, allows us to play the, the signal in reverse. Okay, so what could this do then? Where could this be used in the future, Andrea? 
So there are many applications for which uh, um, this form of time reversal, it's also known as phase conjugation, is useful. Uh, for imaging, for instance, uh, this uh, has been used for a long time, and uh, conventional techniques to apply phase conjugation are limited. Uh, they either happen uh, using uh, signal processing that is slow and it's inefficient, or it happens only for uh, specific frequencies. Our uh, technique shows that we can create this form of time mirror that uh, is very efficient at time reversing, and uh, it works very fast, essentially, in one instant in time, and applies to all frequencies of the signal. It's uh, frequency agnostic. So that can be useful for uh, wireless communications, uh, for instance, to uh, eliminate distortions in a channel as waves propagate in a channel. By time reversing it, you can compensate for those distortions. Um, for uh, imaging, as I said, for uh, radar applications, uh, self-driving cars, automotive applications. Uh, and many others, computing as well. Right. So this is still in the experimental phase, right? Yeah, we were able to demonstrate for the first time this phenomenon uh, in, in a special material that we built ad hoc for this. It's still a proof of concept, uh, and there is a long way to make it work, for instance, for uh, uh, visible light. For now, we worked with uh, light that oscillates uh, slower, the, the same thing, uh, type of oscillations that we use to carry wireless information, uh, like our cellular right. uh, cell. Andrea, how long did it take you to get to this point? Like, this seems like quite a breakthrough. So how long before, like, how much more work do you have to do because, before it has more practical applications? Uh, it took us quite long, actually. We were interested in this uh, phenomenon for a couple of years, and uh, we did the experiment. Also, um, some parts of the experiment initially were puzzling, and we had to uh, uh, actually redevelop uh, some part of the theory that was known for these time reflections. And uh, uh, still, uh, we're very excited to explore many areas. First, as I said, to push it to higher frequencies. Uh, we're looking at uh, new materials that can be used for that and also um, um, use different techniques to apply these sharp changes of the optical properties in time using powerful lasers. And um, the other direction is to uh, um, combine multiple of these uh, time interfaces, creating uh, forms of time crystals that are the uh, dual of a uh, conventional periodic crystal, special crystal, but in time. You know, Andrea, when a lot of us hear just the basics of this, we think, are you like, are you, is this time travel? Is that what you're working on here? No, no, that's the opposite. That's a, sometimes it's confusing, but actually it's interesting. In a conventional reflection, the wave goes back in space. In a time reflection, unfortunately, the wave still goes into the future. It's just time reversed, uh, however strange shape it may have. But uh, the time reflections and time transmission happen all in the future. We cannot uh, overcome causality. Right, but you are still the fact that you're playing with time and the way it, it it you know comes to us. That's a huge that's a huge thing, Andrea. You must be getting a lot of interest from people on this. Absolutely, yeah, we're very excited. It uh, has been um, something that people have speculated on for uh, seventy years, and uh, we were happy to be able to find a way to do it. The challenge was to create uh, a material that could be switched in time fast enough and with a large contrast. These two um, ingredients were necessary to see 
time reflections and we found an ingenious way to do it using a collection of switches and uh, um, reservoir elements that could be added and subtracted to the material. So it was a, an interesting journey. It sure sounds like it. Andrea, thank you for that this morning. Thanks very much. I appreciate your time. Andrea Alou is the co-researcher and founding director of the Photonics Initiative at the City University of New York's Advanced Science Research Center. They are bending time, essentially. They are playing with how time flows. And wow, when they get really going on that, they said it's still in the experimental phase, uh, but that's a pretty big breakthrough in the field of quantum physics, I would say. Uh, This is the thing that I love about being able to do this job is hearing stories like that. And then years later, when it comes into more practical use, being able to say, hey, I remember talking to those people about that. I remember hearing and learning about that firsthand.